0: Welcome to the Beers of Bands podcast with your host Michael Torres. Do you guys have any questions before we get started? Nah,
1: dude. Which one are we gonna crack open to get started with, though?
0: Well, I, I, I mean, I'll give you guys the option. I only have two in cans. One in, one is A and W, and is one is the good old Mug Rupee.
2: Mug. <laughs> Those are classics, bro, bro. I'm at wh- the family function.
1: Yeah, I think I showed you that we've got like the ABC, the Jones, the Boylan, all the good
0: stuff, bro. So, dude, I got so I also picked up a Jones one. Oh, uh, uh, let's I, start with the Jones, baby. Okay, and then I also picked up. Uh, so we have Menards in the Midwest. So I picked up their Sprecker brand uh, uh, root beer. So we'll see how that goes. There's, I got three different flavors of their root beer. One that I'm really excited to try is. This giant honkin' bottle—it's a maple root beer. That's awesome, dude.
1: Dude, you know what's so crazy is they actually had that. I almost picked one of those up at um, you guys have a place out there called Baker's too. It's like a grocery store, and okay. I had never seen a, a Menards or a Baker's until we got to <laughs> Omaha, and they're everywhere, dude.
0: Yeah, well, I'll let you know how it is. And you'll have to pick it up. I, I I was just cruising down an aisle. They were they were like four bucks each. Uh, so <laughs> hopefully awesome. it's good but it is the collector's edition so I was gonna say that packaging is a <laughs> little right. like, thing on the top. yeah yeah it's got like the whole popping right. so <laughs> all right let me let me get these let me get these lights on and then uh we'll crack these this first uh first round of drinks and uh just have a good time
1: That sounds good buddy all
2: right so it- in crazy. Twisting, I'm,
1: I'm using. It. Oh, <laughs> fancy boy over here.
0: Yeah. All right, three,
3: two, one. one more time. No. in. just
0: What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this is a very special episode. Um, this is, you know, as you can see from our attire and these flashing lights uh, that'll turn off in a second. This is the the Christmas episode, and I'm so stoked to spend it with uh, Will, aka Full Blown Meltdown, and Tony. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Fantastic, stupendous. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh for people that might not be aware, um, I mean at this point everyone in DIY should know who uh who Will is. Um, you know, we'll talk about the the album here in a second. He, you know, Will is Full Well Meltdown. That is he is the man myth, the legend behind this whole DIY movement <laughs> that's been going on. Uh but for people that might not know Tony, uh Tony, uh can you give us a little bit of a background as to who you are and how you come into play with this?
2: Yeah. Um i'm tony uh i am based out of nashville tennessee doing the whole songwriter producer thing uh so i've I've been doing that for like eight years professionally now uh will and i go way back we've been in bands together and cross paths in separate bands uh so we've just kind of stayed in touch over the years we're really awesome friends and uh when will came to me with the idea for the project he's like dude i just want to play music again i gotta have music in my life i know you would like to record music now so let's try to do something and i was like of course and dude
1: it's crazy let's have fun legitimately he taught me how to do everything
0: <laughs> i'm dead so serious. really so really if there was no tony there would n- not oh. be a, this whole album right now.
1: Heck no, heck no. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched any of the other interviews, but Tony is literally like, I'm like the loud half of the project, and Tony is the silent half,
2: <laughs> silent assassin.
1: Behind yes, the all the way.
0: Uh, well, Tony, I'm so stoked that you two were also hanging out tonight, so we can have you on. Um, because like I said earlier, like I'm I'm stoked to kind of get, and I I think I told you this also will in our in our messages i'm stoked to kind of get this like outside perspective from someone that's in the inner circle but like also watching it from yeah from, dude. Uh, from outside so it'll be kind of cool um i mean i just want to jump right into this album for people that aren't aware uh i mean this album mollify came out in uh beginning of october yep. and you did this really cool thing leading up to it and i don't want to dive all the way into it i know you've talked about it multiple times but this you did this really amazing thing where basically you did 365 days of uh diy bands that everyone should know about uh, yeah. leading up to your release with yours being the 365 or was yours a 366 technically
1: yeah mine was 366 technically okay
0: um which i mean was amazing uh to see that like kind of sweep through uh the diy scene uh that's how i found you
1: yeah that's awesome and i love hearing that i honestly just started doing that thinking like man we don't have much of a community like on twitter yet and stuff so i was like i'm gonna see if i can bring some of these bands together and bro it just kind of exploded and the next thing i knew every single band was adding every single band that didn't know each other and i was like this is going way better than i thought it would yeah
0: And I mean, like it—it sparked this whole movement too, where now uh, Super Destroyer from Lonely Ghost Records, he's doing a 365 day. Um, So it's really cool just to see like all these like people come together. Like like you said, their DIY Twitter had like some sort of a community, but I feel like there was also like split up enough where you really helped bring it all together and show. Oh yeah, I think a
1: lot of like the bigger artists and the smaller artists didn't know each other yet like all the bigger artists were all friends with each other and all the smaller artists were all friends with each other and literally dude it only worked because a lot of the bigger artists like oolong and ogbert and arcadia gray um they all were like sure like we'll start adding these small bands and be friends with them too and legitimately without all their help i i would have had no chance of bringing anybody together so it was super cool that they were all like that so yeah
0: i mean it worked out really well and it's it's dope that it it played off so well and it's it continues um before we dive fully into the album one other cool thing you're doing right now and it'll still be going on by the time this episode comes out is you're doing forty days of artists that didn't get enough like love basically yeah um and I think today you were on like day six uh, day seven um, yeah, day seven day seven yep okay and uh I mean that's that's just another cool thing that you're doing because I mean, I've, I've seen the first six post and I don't think I knew a single band that was on there. So it's cool to see these new, new to me bands pop up.
1: Dude, I love that so much. Cause I've had, I've had messages and people being like, these bands weren't unknown. And I'm like, bro, I was at these shows. There were 20 kids at these shows. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? But I mean, honestly, like some of them, sure. Some were bigger than others, but the problem is, you know, nobody remembers them uh, they're not like bands like that
2: right? yeah i mean if you like look at like i don't like you were we were talking about their monthly listeners like some on spotify bands who are like we crushing it in the scene like no one's really listening to them anymore A- exactly so it's cool to like just bring have, it back yeah well to have you yeah. like remind people like hey you know i know you like this new stuff that's coming out but check out the stuff that yeah derived from it you know the, the I mean? stuff that like we loved growing up yeah yeah
0: yeah like yeah especially like most of the stuff that's being that people are doing today yeah like you said tony it's derived from either from one of those projects or like a, a different iteration um but it's also funny too to like think about it where there's like my computer is just full of music and you know like i'm sure you guys is as well and there's so many artists in there that you just don't listen to on a regular basis so now like seeing your list go through i'm like oh I kind of want to go through, like, my stuff and just be like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to this band all the time and just, like, do a whole new deep dive through my collection of just, like, stuff I listened to in high school that I loved then and still do love now, and I just don't listen to it.
1: Exactly, dude. That's kind of actually what started it for me. Um, I can't remember what the first day was that I was listening to. I think it was Monine, but it was so weird because I hadn't listened to Monine in so long. And then for some reason, I was on Spotify and I was listening to something and Moaning just came up after the album ended. And I was like, oh my gosh, dude, like I missed this band so bad. And then I was like, dang, this would be kind of cool, like just to talk about it. So I was super happy that like it was just a totally random spur of the moment thing. And then the next thing I knew, I spent the next like four hours diving through all of my old artists and being <laughs> like, all right, I got to see like which ones I should put on this list. And the problem is, there were, like, 200 of them there. But I was like, I want to make it, like, end right around the new year.
0: Was there any that, like, aren't making the cut for this 40 days that you just also want people to know about? Oh, man. Honorable <laughs> mentions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, dude. I don't know. There were so many. that There's probably one that I really liked back in the day that didn't quite make it that I really wanted to. But I don't think, like, anybody in our scene would have even known them. Do you remember Icarus the Owl?
0: Yeah, it sounds, I I, I remember the band. I don't think I ever really listened to them, but I do remember them.
1: They were top notch. And uh, we actually got to, with my old band, tour with them and one of the other bands that's going to make it on the list. And they were such cool dudes and just such good musicians. But I honestly felt like if I posted them, three people would be like, oh yeah, I remember that band.
2: (laughs) I just think it's cool to get like conversation- oh yeah between people too. and then like any yeah. people's opinions and I, I think the more that the scene talks to itself the stronger the exactly. bonds become so i think anything to yeah any keep conversation have, going yeah is exactly healthy for the community just shooting the shit dude yeah
0: <laughs> and then tony from like your outside perspective of you know being in this inner circle of being on or like helping out with mollify you know mm-hmm the record's done a year in advance you're it's you've already like will's probably already decided it we're gonna start doing this whole 365 days yeah what were your thoughts like going into that of just like seeing it just kind of blow up will and full well meltdown but also just everything else that evolved in <laughs> yeah
2: i mean i was there from the beginning i saw it when like <laughs> Will's was first one, dude. Not getting any activity, <laughs>
3: yeah, dude.
2: dude. My first oh. post got like four likes, and I was like, yeah. Oh man, I I'm... think I
1: was one of them, yeah, dude. And I was like, I'm literally might be burying myself with this, but I'm just gonna try it
2: anyways. <laughs> no, it's just cool. Well, I mean, I feel like it was definitely earned on Will's part. Um, because well, I mean, to go through every single day and find like a new music project that people were like, like, cr- making, creating. And, like, taking the time to really, like, dive into it and be, like, like, analyze it and then reach, it's kind of just, like, reaching out, like, hey, I like what you're doing with this. I think it's really cool. Dude, that's a good
1: point, actually. Yeah, so
2: it's, like, you're giving people their flowers. Yeah, that's a good way of saying (laughs) it. For, like, what they created. And, I mean, it's just a whole, you got this whole group of people who just appreciate you taking the time to, like, really consume their art and it's just turned into all of these other people who are now consuming each other's art yes it's not just you it's like these bands are also like listening hanging out with each other too and like listening to each other now and you're just like the nucleus yeah
1: dude i found so many bands so out of the 365 i probably found like 1500 but the problem was i was only sharing ones that i was like listening to the album and being like fuck yeah like this is really cool dude where like there were certain ones where i was like okay i don't really vibe with this so i'm not gonna post it on my thing but like dude (laughs) there were so many times where i would listen like 15 or 20 minutes into an album and be like okay on to the next one and literally spend like an hour and a half finding the band for the day
0: (laughs) i have to i i have to give you props because i feel that that uh I don't know if it's pain is the right word, but I I, like, I do the same thing where like (laughs) when I like find bands to be on like the podcast, I go through, I have three playlists for sure that I go through that are all like the, the release radars and finding all new stuff. And then I hit up, up a cup, hit up some other ones and I'll find like some songs that hit. And then I'm like, okay, I'll check out like the rest of this album and I'll listen to it. And I'm just like, it's, it's good. It's just not,
1: not me. It's
0: yeah. It's not me. I'm not drawn in. Um, and, like, that's the that's the most brutal thing is just, I mean, obviously, like, I don't let them know that, but, like, at yeah. the same time as me, like, I'm just like, ah, uh, like, I it's almost there to where I would want this, but it's just oh, yeah. not oh, me. Oh,
1: trust me, dude, I was never going to, like, post a, a band, like, <laughs> and be like, oh, by the way, guys, this band kind of sucks, but, like, here's their music anyways. <laughs>
0: Here, here's 365 days of bands that I don't care a shit about. Exactly. Try to be positive positive yeah, authentic.
1: Yes exactly yeah, there's so much yeah. negativity on Twitter already
0: right I mean there' like I've even had uh, a couple of bands like reach out to be on the podcast and I I was like, hey man, uh I I don't understand like what you're putting out like yeah. I get you're doing something it's just not for me um I'll still post about it and do everything but I I wouldn't be able to give you my authentic self doing this yep. and they were like as long as you're like upfront cool with someone like and still like giving them props for you know putting in the work for doing a whole album like that's all it, that's all that it is about like like your your tagline is homies help homies
2: yeah dude yeah, yeah. and it's not like the door's shut forever too it's like right ex- make more that's music and then so maybe fuck with that and then yep yeah, exactly you know, i can curse on here right yeah you're good okay sorry <laughs> dude if, if you can't i've already ruined it for us <laughs> I, I didn't even notice until then all right cool
0: um okay so now you know we're done with 365 days 366 the day 366 comes around it's it's mollify day the whole album gets to drop um at this point of this recording it's been out for a month and a half at this almost two months now it's it's been a month and a a half yeah yeah um and obviously you've had this this giant build up all these these new homies uh everyone in the diy scene coming together but like what was what was that three day 366 for you for you or for the both of you uh well, you know the album finally comes out like what's it like
1: well dude here's the crazy thing though so it didn't even get to come out on day 366 which really sucked because that's why we had to save it for a while we ended up releasing sing a single on that day that was when we released let me hang and oh, right yeah and legitimately oh. like yeah and we had we <laughs> We wow, were we like, slapped together that. oh my gosh, <laughs> dude, it was wild. So I'm literally like calling Tony and I'm like, bro, I got to come to your house right now. We have to shoot a music video. Our manager is like, you have to shoot a music video. Like we need a music video for this in like four days. And Tony's like, I got a camera. I got lights. He was like, come over. We'll just figure something out. And dude, he lets me in his basement smash a quadrillion things like televisions light bulbs like mirrors everything he's letting me just smash them all over his basement and then we get done and i'm like
2: all right dude you want to clean up and he's like nah like, <laughs> i was just so exhausted by the end of the shoot oh dude. we just spent the whole day like down there and,
1: and recording that song when i hit you up you were just like yeah sure dude i got you and i was like bro we needed a song like immediately it was so funny and we had so many b-sides but the thing is we just wanted this one to be like a cool like right off the bat like bam like in your face song thank god tony was
2: like i got you we're gonna do this (laughs) my landlord saw the mess for the first time like a week and a half ago no, wait, dude, he's still <laughs> down there He's yeah. been like six months
1: and the basement is
2: destroyed i thought and i was like i promise you this basement will be literally cleaner than the day you rented out to me <laughs> i was like believe me and he's like i believe you i trust you
1: oh dude what's even funnier is before this tony and i were working on something together and we were like doing something that a lot of people don't even oh know about God. called lonely fox and we went in his backyard and i was like all right dude I want to set this bed on fire. And Tony's just like, all it's right. A mattress. Dude. Yeah, yeah. So he literally like is pouring lighter fluid all over the place. And literally, I just light this match and throw it on this bed. And this bed just erupts in his backyard in the middle of a neighborhood. And to this day, that bed, it has been at least a year and a half. That bed is still sitting on the side of his house right now. <laughs> Landlord saw that one too.
4: Hey,
1: man, <laughs> he's like, You're not burning things in my backyard, are you? I was, like, no. I was like, Dude, the hole in the patch of the grass was so humongous. You knew it was a mattress. It was so obvious. Yeah. Oh gosh. I told him we burned it at that farm we shot at. Did you? Yeah. Perfect. That works.
2: <laughs> Jeez. Like, please don't evict me.
1: Dude, his landlord's awesome, though.
2: No, he's, God. he's actually amazing. Yeah, he's really cool. But i Mike. So, uh, uh, Mike, my landlord's name is Mike. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: it's, it's a good name. Yeah, it's uh, my middle one.
1: Is it
2: really?
0: Yeah. How did I not know that? I'm a bad friend, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So we so we get to day three sixty something. Yeah. And the the album finally gets to come out. Yeah. Uh, what, what's that day like for you? Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was
1: so crazy. So we couldn't believe it. It kind of like, it kind of blew up, which was really weird. <laughs> like that first day we got like, what, like 15,000 listens on the first day. It was a big first day for us, which for DIY, you know, that that's like decent actually. And now we're just Relative. about to hit in three or four days from now, we'll hit the 100,000 mark, which is going to be crazy.
2: Overall plays on the album, yeah.
0: Yeah that's fucking awesome
2: yeah people keep listening to it
0: Yeah, exactly
2: listen to it more than once please if you uh (laughs) if
0: you get people to do that i feel like it's a w yeah exactly well i i know like i i'll scroll through twitter like you know everyone does their five by fives on friday and Mm. the amount of times that i see the mollify cover in someone's five by five as i'm scrolling it just it just keeps growing
1: dude people keep telling me that too it's so funny um the dude from lonely ghost records was like i can't escape your album
2: cover (laughs) it kind of sticks out too because of just like how plain block yellow the cover is. i'm like i like i see it on like those five by fives on twitter like whenever they come up on my feed and i'm just like my eyes just automatically drawn to that bright ass yellow (laughs) like square (laughs) so yeah that's cool to see for sure
0: uh i do want to ask you about the the album cover real quick so for people that have obviously seen it because they've listened to the album you know millions of times it's you know it's just all yellow like canary yellow background and then it's just got one deflated balloon balloon yeah right dude in the yeah that, uh, like, that, that,
1: that's yeah, what yeah, mollify ahead. means actually so basically mollify is when something expands to its largest and then you let you release it so like a balloon to mollify it, it basically is just like a release of like a lot of built-up pressure
0: okay yeah. I didn't know that. You learn something new every day.
2: Yeah, dude. Word of the day. <laughs> right. vocabulary just increased by one.
0: Yeah, but it, like like you said, Tony, like it sticks out so much on a 5 by 5 Mainly, I feel like because like everyone's album covers right now, I don't know if it's just like the wave of what they're doing is all like this like darker, uh, more like broodier palette. And then yeah, you just got that nice like mollify canary yellow just right there. Um, but it's it's awesome to see it still growing. It's, it also is amazing that it took off so well right away, especially, you know, you know, obviously you released the singles leading up to it, but you did, you basically did 365 days of promotion uh, while, you're, while you're helping everyone else. Um, and it's nice to see that like everyone kind of returned the favor and checked you out at the same time.
1: Oh, dude, they did. There's no way we would be like, half not even a quarter successful had people not come back around and given back what i like that dude everybody gave way more than we could give like all the way
0: uh i mean i yeah but it's also a killer album so i feel like people would have found it oh you got it might have taken a little bit but (laughs) it's it's still there's so much packed into this mollify album that it's for someone that's not ready for it, like just brace yourself just a little bit and then sit down and, and go for it. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean that in the best way possible. Um <laughs> Like like you start off, obviously we start off with something is very, very wrong, uh, which I wanna talk about the music video in a little bit, but it's, it's so just right in your face from the get go that it, it like just sucks you in. And I had this weird like thought, especially before I watched the music video, when I started listening to this song, all I could think of like, and I mean this in the best way possible is like, what musical is this from? Uh, <laughs> just because like, you're like, I can just imagine like you as like the lead person and then like a group of like dancers behind you of like something going on. Cause you're just uh, the way like, you're singing it to us. Like oh, yeah, I think dude. Tony understands like it's, I, it's so, just right so in your really, face I, and telling I, us this story and it works so well.
1: Well, it's so funny because legitimately, so I write all the lyrics and everything before I come over to Tony's and then I write how I'm going to sing it. And then I come in here and I'll sing stuff and like, I'll sing through the whole song. And what he does is he's like, he's like, "Um, just do a run through of the song. Just do a run through. And he just hits play and hits record and we'll go through and we'll listen to the whole thing. And then we'll come back and I'll be singing parts and, and he'll be listening to parts and he'll be like, this is how you can make this part good. And I'm like, Okay so literally dude like i will have parts that he really likes and then there's other parts where he just kind of like is like all right dude you're gonna sing it this way instead and dude if he says to do it i'm gonna do it that's all there is to it
2: you literally have not said no to a single idea i know he's the producer i let it happen all
0: the way so that's cool thanks for listening man. yeah
3: dude now
0: tony are there any ideas that you've thrown his way that you're kind of surprised that he didn't say no to probably a million
2: (laughs) i do some like stupid weird ideas sometimes and i'm just like i think this will be out of the box and cool and then will's like out of the box cool yeah i'm like that's what i want to be so he just lets me rip
1: dude it's so funny because most of the time when i come to tony i have the guitars like all the rhythm guitars and the drums and the vocals all written and then it's amazing because he takes them and like builds them into like this like they go from being like songs to being like songs dude (laughs) thanks man yeah man
0: (laughs) yeah i mean like i can't stress enough obviously i do this on every episode but like this album is super sick um like i did mention obviously the first song hooks you in and takes you for this ride and obviously i have these whole like high skew musical four or something like visuals in my head uh and i mean that again in the best way possible that's Um, a huge compliment i love that (laughs) yeah dude and then just like the rest of the album is just this amazing ride and just like all the little things you do in it that kind of like it doesn't feel like it's one of those albums where it doesn't feel like someone's just like you're listening to someone like sing a uh something it sounds more like you're you're singing directly to me telling me this story as it's going on uh, which i really yep. liked
1: oh yeah i love that that makes me so
2: happy i always tell um, people i was like it doesn't matter if like you're not the best singer it, you just like as long as people believe what you're saying yep. or what you're singing like that's what's gonna make it's people so true love, dude like, what dude, you're doing it's you gotta you are doing and you got to you got to make them believe yeah dude and dude i sing could, it with conviction I,
1: i'm telling you before i started recording with him it was so funny because i was always the drummer in his bands mm-hmm. so like i was like all right tony I need you to teach me how to sing basically. (laughs) So like when we first started this together, bro, I sucked. Like I sucked so bad and I was so nervous. Like, dude, if I was going to sing a high note, you could tell that he was just like trying to calm me down. Like he would like show me like, like hilarious YouTube videos and then be like,
2: okay, now sing it. And I was singing (laughs) so much better. And I'd be like,
1: where was that? And he'd be like, you were thinking, dude.
2: Yeah, I (laughs) I would even tell him to like, I was like, "All right, now think about singing this next line with like an English accent." Yeah. But like, yes, dude. dude. <laughs> but like, and... don't do it. But think about like how you would do it with an English accent. And it accent. works.
1: <laughs> it works. My brain is so stupid. It just, will fall for I just anything. Just try to
2: distract them. <laughs> so his focus was on not singing. So it would just be like more like natural to what your body exactly you know would just do. Yeah, just doing it instead of like thinking about like each technical little aspect yeah exactly
0: yeah Uh, that's that's awesome especially like you know going from just not singing and now we have a full album plus i think uh one or two other singles yeah three uh, other that that, that you've now got underneath your belt like that's that's pretty great
1: oh it feels really good it like and the best part is that i feel like every time we record something uh tony's getting like this much better at producing and like everything sounds like a little bit better every time and we're like let's go like that's such a good feeling totally
2: absolutely agree
0: i mean also tony like i gotta give you props because like this album it's it's there's so much uh it feels like there's so much production on it that it doesn't feel like obviously you know we're in the heart of of diy but it doesn't feel like a diy album like it's it's got enough behind it where it feels like this whole full-fledged like like powerful studio album i think uh well you know being in nashville
2: doing the whole songwriter producing thing i i produced a lot of like songs for country artists and pop artists and stuff and after a while it just became like soul-sucking because everybody in the industry just wanted like down the middle bullshit i was like trying like to like put like a creative spin on like a country song or whatever like pop music and uh with will's project i was able to literally just completely let loose and do any weird thing i wanted to do it was fucking amazing i was like i haven't been able to do this in years <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it was it was cool to hear a yes to like all my weird ideas and then it feels validating seeing people enjoy it so i'm like i'm not crazy you're fucking crazy <laughs> fuck the industry <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know what you're talking about but uh yeah yeah, yeah. that's my two cents
0: <laughs> uh you also for this album you you have uh, two features on it, uh, one by if and forgive me if I butcher this name, uh, Ergo the Ego and Ergo. Stomach Book. Ergo, Ergo the Ego. Okay, and I like I, I saw the I saw the the thumb point. Is that that's you, him. Tony?
2: That's me. Yeah, that's that's oh, yeah. my artist name. So I'll be putting <laughs> out music at some point <laughs> in between my other projects, helping other people put music out. That's music. <laughs> so much better
1: than everybody else's his solo stuff and yet he never freaking puts it out It sits on his computer i hear it and then he's like now no one else in the world is ever going to hear this ever
4: (laughs) i'm just like i'm I'm always just like i'll get to it
2: eventually (laughs) but it's 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 working it's happening just slowly okay it's just because will's bugging me hey can we record (laughs) day? Uh, i'm this week bro
1: it's so bad at least once a week i'm like we're recording today right and he's like
2: sure you need my day off yesterday yeah exactly <laughs> no i'm just kidding
0: well uh i'm looking forward uh to hearing what you finally put out uh when you do um between like you know like obviously having tony on and and stomach book like what was what sparked having both of them on um well, on your project
1: well tony obviously you know his voice has always been like the lead of all my bands um like no joke if you ever listen to like any of my old bands it's like it was always will on drums tony on vocals and then other people and then it was so it's true dude yeah but for 12 years like we were together for a long time um and then stomach book so i hit up bb and i was like yo i love your voice and literally just sent a message and she was just like oh you okay like you you want me to do a song and can you just send me what you're doing so i sent nothing matters anyway um wait it gets better and no one cares and then i was like but the track i want you on is kind of different so that's when i sent over well this sucks and bb was like this is my shit and instantly was just like i would love to do this and like her voice is just so much different that i was like i can't match that tone like that tone is so weird and I, I knew that, like, I wanted that specific tone. So, and it's the same thing with, like, the upcoming stuff. Like, there's the the songs that you write and you're like, I don't have that voice for this part. And, like, I, I kind of want to have somebody who has that voice for this part. So, you got to just ask somebody. So, it worked out. It worked out great. Does that mean there's more collaborations
2: in the future? Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I Taking are... applications now. Yeah, exactly. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> So,
4: so
1: legitimately. Yeah, exactly. So legitimately, we already I haven't I haven't even showed Tony yet um who I have for the next album, but I will say, surprise, surprise, there's an Ergo the ego song with me. What what a shocker that he's going to build a second <laughs> album too. But um, but no, legitimately, um, the person that I got for the second album is awesome. Like awesome. And people people know them. I'll say that.
4: Okay,
0: hell yeah. Well, I'm stoked. Uh, I'm stoked too. I don't even know who it is. I know. I haven't even told
2: him yet. <laughs> Whose vocal do I get to work with? I know. I'll figure it out we're done. All right, cool.
0: Then leak it, and then
2: yeah. say that. Uh, okay, yeah. Like, what's the price? What are you offering? Yeah, exactly.
0: We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then one, one thing I always find interesting um, with bands and like especially you know you did a full lp for your first first release uh you know rather than you know building up with an ep you came this ended up being 11 songs how Mm -hmm. many songs did you go in with that didn't end up making it a lot oh my gosh (laughs) i'm
1: not kidding you can i look at my list real quick on my phone yeah because i actually have it written down when I say it's a lot, I mean it is a lot. Um, I have it in finished songs. So the ones we didn't do one, two, three, four. Three, two. 10 that didn't make it. Wow. Yeah. And we recorded at least like three or four days on each of them. So that, but the thing is, they just weren't like the songs that made Malify were like what we wanted. And like mm-hmm. the ones that didn't just like they were so close but they just weren't quite there
0: which makes sense i like anytime someone goes in especially you know like i, I was talking to someone they had 16 for their third that and then they end up you know reducing it down to 13. those other three songs just didn't like most people say feel right to be on this on this album or this yep. release Exactly. Um, so, I mean, there's always potential. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but uh, oh, yeah. that we might see these ones in the future.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's if we go back to them in the future and we're like, okay, like, if we, like, rearrange stuff maybe. But for the most we'll part...
2: things, yeah. Yeah,
1: but for the most part, like, dude, we love writing. Like, we love writing music. Mm. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, when I bring stuff into him, like, I feel... So, I've written since this project started 133 songs um jesus yeah dude but the problem is a lot of sessions on my hard drive there are so (laughs) many sessions it's crazy but the thing is so i come to tony and like if something is like coming together really awesome we'll work on it the next time or whatever or we'll work on it two or three times and if it just doesn't quite work out okay but you know what we tried at least and we've tried some stuff that like has been bonkers like off the wall and we're like yeah let's just dude we had a song that had almost like a polka breakdown at one point do you remember that <laughs> okay dude i'll have to show it to you okay. because when i, I listen i can't to remember it
2: i listen i know <laughs> I, mean, I like listen i have back to it go was... remind myself and tony
1: was just like dude that even... this has like this feels like a polka breakdown right here and i was just like it does and at the time we were vibing <laughs> so hard to it in the studio and then literally i listened to it a couple times at home and i was like man I don't love this (laughs) so like you know we just never went back to it ever again and we've done that with a ton of songs but we just love writing music so even if something doesn't make it I have so much fun when
2: we're here writing there's never a shortage of ideas ever yeah
0: that's that's truly amazing like I I know I was talking I've had someone else on the episode before hold on Okay. It's not there. I, like I felt like a, a small burp coming and then I didn't want to like be <laughs> weird about it. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I've talked to someone before and their the name of their project is, is slipping my mind Um, and I don't want to butcher it. But they were also like, yeah, like I, I can write stuff really easily and just like builds up and like they also had like a just a crazy backlog of things that they could use for you know all their projects and i as obviously i don't write songs i just do this podcast but i always feel like that's just insane and i commend anyone that can like pump out that kind of material because i i can't even like focus enough to like read a page on a book half the time like to, for someone <laughs> just to be like oh yeah I, i've written this many songs it's just amazing
1: dude it's so funny because legitimately we're the same way where we believe that there is no limit to music whatsoever so you can literally do anything and that there's a quadrillion sounds like you can just do anything and if you try it and it doesn't work cool but if you try and it works and people haven't done it before that's even that's like the coolest thing ever
0: uh with you know they're they're not being like a a limit on on sound and style does that mean that we could possibly be seeing like full full blown meltdown doing different genres or oh. aspects on future releases like yeah put put out like a, a death metal album or like
4: uh <laughs> well, a, a full know, folk album or something
0: metal. yeah that might be a little <laughs> might be a little extreme but but uh, i'm not one to say no so yeah <laughs> exactly and, and legitimately like
1: we're already working on uh on the second album and there's a lot of different ideas from the first one like very different i mean it's still mm. but the thing is it still is faithful to the sound i guess is a good way of or faithful to like what full blown meltdown wants to stand for but at the same time it's just much more mature and honestly a parts crazier <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i I That's expect that oh yeah, yeah. You
2: can how like we have our hands on it exactly so
0: yeah. yeah uh but yeah i i mean i expect it to kind of like you said kind of get a little bit more mature because you said uh this part i did pay attention to shout out to uh uh the french finds podcast uh because in that one i know you said you know mollify was done a year before it was released so it was already done there and then how long before it got to its its final form. Like, were you guys working on it? Like, how many was the time frame for that?
2: Year and a half to two years. Like from when the last song was tracked.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Like you're saying, like, from when we started tracking it until oh, it was finished being mixed and mastered. Oh yeah, probably a like like
0: year and a
2: half to year and a half,
1: two years. Yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. It's yeah. been a long time. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, it it totally makes sense that I mean, this that. I don't want to say, I don't know if era is the right word, but that era of full-blown is is stamped right there in the book. And oh, now yeah. we're, we're seeing where, you, where, it's, where you're going to take us next. Oh, yeah. And, like, our process
2: is really, like, spread out, too. So it's not like we were doing it every day for, like, a year and a half to two years. Yeah. It's like yeah. Will would come in once for, a week. like, yeah, once a it, week. Yeah. Every other week we would get on, like, Zoom calls and Go back and forth on ideas, like while create like building up the tracks, and then you'd come in and do vocals. Yeah, yeah. It's so. it's a really interesting recording
1: process because like, so my wife is a travel nurse, so we're like all over the place. Mm-hmm. So you know, we recorded parts of mollify in Pikeville, Kentucky, in Charlottesville, Virginia, in um South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, um just all over the place. And it was so funny because I would literally just zoom with Tony and we would just hit it
2: yeah we'll like track guitars like in his hotel room or yeah a lot of our guitars are just in a hotel room yeah yeah and then just send me the (laughs) the, like direct files
1: yep and then it was so funny last christmas he was he surprised me he got me a um a like super nice interface and i had never had one before so i couldn't record vocals by myself and like it's so sick because like for a party with villains we we were getting ready to put that song out and i was like man i really want to add this vocal part and i literally would just go in the middle of the parking lot of my hotel and just <laughs> sing in the middle of my car and then just send him tracks from the middle from my car and be like here you go bro like it was <laughs> wild it, was,
2: it, was, it worked well enough for like background vocals. yeah exactly oh dude it worked perfectly <laughs> yeah so
0: that's that's amazing i love that we're in this oh that was the worst part dude
1: yes it would be like a (laughs) hundred degrees in that car and (sighs) i literally would just be sitting with the windows up no car on couldn't turn the car on just cooking i mean and i would take pictures and videos of myself just pouring sweat i post them online because it was so funny yeah
0: uh no yeah that that's that's amazing not you sweating to death but it's amazing <laughs> that you're able to kind of work on it being so far apart like that's the nice thing about like you know we're in the year 2023 now we're yep. almost 2024 where you can be states apart from the rest of your bandmates and still do something and, and put it out um and it's always nice to see like what that comes from because it doesn't hinder people anymore mm-hmm. no well
1: it's crazy because him and i when we played music together in 2000 and from 2000 like the end of 2010 until 2000 what like 16 yeah. we played together. it yeah. was a while but he lived in uh technically was it barberton ohio
2: yeah it was ohio you know? yeah and Back i lived in Cleveland. yeah
1: and i lived in baltimore maryland so i would literally be like hey you want to practice this weekend <laughs> hop in the car drive six hours there practice yeah. drive six hours home <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know how you did that one. Oh, dude, <laughs> I was in a band, and that that the, the farthest away was two hours. Yeah, dude. And like I, so I would drive two hours for practice, stay like overnight for the weekend, and then go back home. But six hours—that's that's bonkers, dude. I love so I love this guy from like the minute I met him.
1: It was the funniest thing ever. The way we met—do you care if I say this real quick? Yeah, dude. I, I love promise him. it won't take long at all. So take as long as you want. I was supposed, <laughs> I was on MySpace and my band my and his, space. his band were friends on MySpace. We had never met or anything, but we loved his band. And we were actually going up to record our last three songs ever with Landon Tours. And I hit him up and I was like, Hey man, I know this is weird. I don't know you, but can I crash at your place? Like my band. And he was like, bring them by dude.
2: So we it go. It was super common. Like back yeah. in the MySpace days oh, for yeah, just like dude. bands to like be just friends, hit each other up yeah, and just... be like, Hey, we're touring through here. Might yeah. be like crash Kill. to your place or
1: chill or whatever yeah so literally i'm crashing to his place and i'm like oh man where am i gonna sleep at and tony's just like i got a i got a big ass bed i don't care dude and i was like all right cool man so i instantly knew i was gonna like him because literally what we're in his bed and we're just like laughing and shit because we're watching tim and eric on this old box tv dude and like i had never seen tim and eric and i'm like what the fuck like this guy's fucking <laughs> weird. So. So, like, we're watching Tim and Eric and everything, and he's just like, yeah, you know, man, I'm like, my band needs a drummer, and there's literally no drummers in Ohio. And I'm like, oh, is
0: that true? Like...
3: That
1: <laughs> and the next thing I knew, literally, I'm driving home from Ohio after recording with Landon, and he's like, when are you coming up next? And, like, two
2: weeks later, back at his house. I can see the fanfic starting already. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh like i had a joke oh yeah i had a joke it's it wasn't bad uh, it was just more like you, he didn't even have to buy you dinner first or anything like that oh yeah uh no that that's that's awesome like that you know you connected so well then and you know you're still doing stuff together now after all these oh years.
1: yeah dude well, we've been homies for forever we have totally. some funny pictures from back in the day of us together when we both had horrible haircuts. I still have a horrible haircut, but Terminus has kind of gotten way cooler.
2: <laughs> we'll post it
0: one day. Oh, yeah. Post <laughs> some stuff. <laughs> um, one, a couple other cool things you did with this album that I I really liked because I'm i one of those guys that really likes like sound clips or like any additional things to kind of set off the, the record in a different way. Um, at the end of uh, Obvious Solutions, you kind of do the uh. This is the end of side one. Please flip the tape. Please flip the tape, oh, um, which yeah, I yeah. which I thought was a nice, like, little touch. And then, like, because I was listening to the album, and that part came on. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I looked at the track listings. I was like, oh, yeah, this would be the end of, of that side and and everything. So I really like that. And then um, also the there's that one spot at the end, well, towards the end of uh, 8 Billion and One, where the, the album is kind of, like, yeah it's skipping yeah. and then you kind of have to like blow it off and like reset it um just those like two little minor things were just really cool to put in there and i felt like it just added a little bit more to this whole album and like it it kind of takes you out of it and like changes how like you're thinking for the album and then right before you go back into it
1: Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you want to hear something crazy though do you have a tape deck in here? Yeah, it's over here. It's so funny. We physically did that. Um, the this is the end of side A. Please flip the tape to side B. We physically did that with this tape deck right here, and Tony literally just going and hitting it, and literally hitting rewind. This is the end, Roy. This is the end, Roy. This is the end, is the end. <laughs> and literally he's just talking into this thing, and yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, is this gonna like? I-, I thought it was just gonna sound like crazy, and then he plays it back, and I was like. God, I was like, bro, that's so cool.
2: I found this thing at a Goodwill outlet store where it's like they bring out bins of like just clothes and just random stuff. And uh, you pay for what you get by the pound. And Mm. like this it's pretty heavy, but it ended up being like five bucks or something. And I just saw that it had like mic inputs and like headphone outputs and stereo outputs and so i just decided to take it home and see if it worked and it did and i was like oh okay sick let's experiment with this and see what we can do with it
1: if we can do weird stuff we do weird stuff on when it gets better the whole time you hear a tom in that song it is literally me hitting a water jug with a mallet every time there's a tom (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. sometimes we'll reinforce it weird is. stuff we find just yes. around
1: and it was so <sighs> funny because he, he didn't have
2: a mallet at the time so he literally is like hang on I got this and he takes a
1: uh, drumstick
2: and what, what did you... I, I wrapped paper towel paper towels on, all around and it and, and then taped it. it
1: yeah man and
2: gosh it was so cool I was it like I know out. the sound that I want I think I have the things like yeah. yeah. and it <laughs> works <laughs> so, it so well
0: oh, uh, that, that's so sick
2: MacGyver's into it yeah you're only limited by your imagination. <laughs> so, yeah. You stick a microphone in front of it, it's... yeah. It sounds cool. And it sounds right.
0: cool. And it sounds cool. Yeah, like, exactly. Who cares where it comes from? Yeah. yeah. You know? Now, now, uh, when I go back to listen to it again, I'll have to, like, see if I can, like, find for those water drug uh, tom hits. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling
1: you, there's so much stuff. It's so funny, though, because he can make stuff like that sound like a professional, like, you know, Timphony drum. And I'm like, bro, I was hitting a, a fucking water bottle, like a little, a literal big water jug. Just like the big it. blue ones that you put yes. on. Like, and somehow uh, he made it sound like it was a legit Timphony drum. Have you cracked into what? the second one yet, Mike?
0: Yeah, I did crack into my second one. We were All like right. in the middle you, of stuff. Uh, I, I didn't talk about this yet, but uh, for this episode, obviously, as you can see, we're not drinking actual beers. We're drinking some good old root beers. Uh, that uh, Will kind of suggested uh, in the in the Twitter thread that was going on. We did start the episode with a good old Jones root beer. Uh, I've switched to my second one at this point, and it's a Sprecker Fire Brewed root beer. You can get these at like Menards and shit uh, for one uh, viewing consumption. Uh, what do
1: you guys have for your second dude, ones? We got boilins for our second one. And this is way
2: different than the Jones. Like, way. Wait till you taste this, dude. We both had like cane sugar. Yeah, you got to get the Steins for this one. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's true, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, buddy. I'm always ready for this. Hello. <laughs> Holly Jolly. <laughs> oh, it smells different dude wait till you taste it it's completely
1: different but yeah the reason we wanted to do root beers with bands with you is because tony and i have both always been straight edge so
2: that's what you want to call it yeah
1: yeah i I mean dude (laughs) he just doesn't drink i just have never i just i don't like any of that stuff so we just never did it yeah same
0: that's that's totally fair and i mean even even if i was drinking all these episodes like like i tell everyone that comes on like you don't have to drink on these episodes. Like, I don't want to, like, ever make anyone feel uncomfortable. But doing a root beer, different flavor, different flavors and brands was a yeah. cool idea. So, I was like, hell yeah. Uh, like, I ended up with uh, four different brands, six different flavors um, <laughs> here. So,
4: yeah.
2: Is that not way crazy or different? I kinda, it kind of has, like, a medicinal taste. It does, dude. It kind of tastes like the cough syrup <laughs> whatever
1: though. How's yours dude? Is it good? I like the Jones. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not bad. Uh it it doesn't taste that far off from like the Jones. Um this one does have like honey in it, which is kind of cool. cool. Uh I'm still once this one's done, I want to crack into that maple root beer cuz I'm I was going to say yeah, that just, that, that maple got in. me Yeah, that's
4: the yeah. one that's
0: Yeah, cuz the other one I have uh I was trying to figure out what the difference was between like the two root beers. Because they're both, like, the same brands, and they both say, like, fired, uh, fire-brewed craft soda. Uh, but then I realized that this one's also caffeinated, so we'll see how that goes.
1: Are they way different sugars
2: or something? Not really.
1: I don't know, dude. This one's weird. Oh, my
2: <laughs> God. I haven't i haven't had this much sugar in so long i know
1: me too dude i feel like i'm like
2: <laughs> i'm looking at this i'm like
1: i'm feeling crazy 46 right
2: now. grams of sugar in this one 43 in this one i'm
1: loving it though this is God. life mike you're catching us on a very good night because yeah. normally we will not be this hyper <laughs>
0: uh well i mean we can use the hyperness is i, I don't know if i just asked this i know we kind of jumped into the the sodas but was there any other stuff that you guys like any odd instruments or, or things you guys did and hid in this album?
4: Dude, there's so much.
0: There's um, so much.
2: I remember you, like, a lot of it. Sang and played in my bathroom. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, like next on the one room over. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Uh wow what else
1: dude okay do you remember the evangelion sound like the five nights at freddy's we put a five oh, nights yeah. at freddy's on um, and like scream like scream yeah in party with villains <laughs> it was so funny um man we did a lot of weird stuff whens when i'm trying to think of
2: it though it's ridiculous to think about everything we did i know i should have opened up all the sessions in preparation for this. i know dude that, that was a um, lot of weird
1: stuff on that album that's all i'll say <laughs> that's fair um, more.
4: Yeah, I'm trying.
0: I, I know we've kind of, you know, obviously jumped, uh, talked a lot about like mollify, and we've kind of hinted at like the future for uh, full bowl meltdown, but like, and I don't want to, in my position, I gotta, I gotta ask these questions. I know, I know it's uh, whatever, still, dude. we're you're still early in this, in this, uh, cycle, cycle. Yeah, that's the that's the correct word. Uh, but like, what, what, or when can we expect the next? something from from you
1: um i haven't even talked to tony about this i was gonna yet. say this is all yeah your <laughs> so direction millions of books that song that i posted about recently that's the last b-side off the album that i wanted to actually put out for people to hear do you remember that one mm-hmm. i
2: really millions love that of song hookah
1: yeah millions of Buka. <laughs> <That's> the, it.
2: <laughs> so i recession session name
1: yeah i i thought that had the coolest chorus on uh the entire album but the problem was the vibe of like the beginning and everything was a lot more like chill and didn't quite like didn't quite make it where um it, it's just a little too different. But I it was kind of like the song before it, uh, some kind of sick joke that was just a little bit too different to actually make the album. But like, you know, it was really cool. And then I also set up a split with three other really cool bands that uh-huh. will be coming out sometime this winter um it's only it's one song each but and it's more electronic bands so the song that we're doing for it is a lot more like a lot more i wanted to do i always wanted to do like kind of like a glitch pop song so i was like i I was like i kind of want to do this and tony doesn't even know we already have the track recorded but we recorded (laughs) Um, the track like a year ago and i thought the track was so cool but i was never like I was never like, okay, well, I, I can do this track and put it on an album, but now I can actually put it on the split and people won't care because, you know, it's more electronic emo bands. Like, they're way more um chip chiptune, I guess is a good okay. way of saying it. And then, uh, f- as far as after that, like, <laughs> we've been recording, like, crazy. I mean, since we finished Mollify, I called him the next
2: week and I was like,
1: <laughs> album two, let's go. <laughs>
2: You ready yep. like let's and, just keep going just, yep. just won't stop just keep doing our like routine
1: yeah i mean it's worked out great for us so far so why not
4: yeah
0: well i'm stoked to see the split it's it's also cool that like like you kind of said it's since it's not like going on an album you can kind of play around with your sound especially you're like, yep. fitting the tone of the whole split um So, I mean, like we kind of talked about earlier, like the different versions of full-blown Meltdown that we might see, this was one cool way to kind of release that, those versions out into the world.
1: Yep. Agreed. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, Before we start to transition, there is one other cool thing that you've been doing that I wanted to talk about. And I just came across this, you know, within like the last like week or so, because you've been posting about it on Twitter, um, uh, because of what's going on your TikTok. Uh, you oh. basically are doing like this competition. Um, obviously, the, the winner I think will be announced by the time this episode's already out. But yep. uh, you're doing a cover competition where someone can cover one of your songs, uh-huh. uh, either, you know, guitar, bass, vocals, whatever they want to do. I think I saw someone- uh, you reposted someone, someone literally that...
1: drew a cover because they said, yep. I don't know how to play an instrument. Can I draw a cover and be entered? And I said, that's genius do it, <laughs> no, it
0: it's like, like it's so sick that you're doing that and you know i went and, and looked at the your TikTok today and i came come to find out you've been giving away guitars every month year.
1: yep for a full for year year yeah. what's
0: what sparked that and how many guitars do you even have like this is oh, insane
1: dude so it's wild so <laughs> tony and i found this awesome guitar company like what, like a year and a half ago, maybe?
2: That's probably when we discovered it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: caught Harley Benton. And these guitars come straight from Germany. They are you pay for the actual um, what is it called? You basically pay cost for the actual <laughs> guitar itself. But the problem is when they come in, you have to get them set up or you have to actually um if they're you know not set up to your specs or whatever, and sometimes you might have to like sand down the actual um frets themselves but dude 99 percent of the time these guitars come in and they're like they're playable straight out of the box so these guitars were so cheap that i was like dude how cool would it be if we like started giving guitars away to people like people would flock to that like crazy but they're like
2: surprisingly like good quality yeah like Like, great
1: quality dude like
2: I, i just think about like my first guitar and it was like some like Three hundred, four hundred dollar like Washburn guitar yep. that I got for Christmas, but like I don't know these like 125 yeah, hundred fifty dollar yeah. guitars are like way better. That they, they play like
1: they play like high end
2: like, squires basically is what they play. Play like okay. high end squires, low end
1: fenders. That's basically it. And like I, I would rip those. Like yeah, definitely. And we do rip them in here. Yeah, That's really. the funny thing. <laughs> and legitimately, like they sound so good. And it was just a great way to be like, hey check out my music and maybe I'll give you a guitar. And, you know, then we started doing TikTok lives. And once a month I do TikTok live where we give away the guitar. And dude, our TikTok lives are crazy. Like they're so sick. You know, sometimes you'll have like a couple hundred people in there at the same time and everybody's commenting and I'm like watching it go. And I'm like... (laughs) Dude, I can't even read all these. Like, I have no idea what's going on right now. But what I do once in a while that I think is really fun is I'll bring, like, guitar pedals and stuff into the TikTok Live, and I'll be like, everybody, comment your name. If I see your name, I'm going to type it into this generator, like a wheel generator, and I'll, like, type their names in as it's going, and it'll be, like, flying through, and I'm typing in all the names I see until I get to, like, 20 names, and then I just press the button, let the wheel go, and whoever gets it, I send a pedal to. It's super fun stuff like that,
2: but I don't people know. love it. I feel like it's a cooler way of, like, spending, like, a marketing budget yes. or whatever oh. than, like, buying, like, Facebook ads or, yep. like, yeah. you know, Instagram ads. Oh, definitely. And it's, like, uh, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's just more engaging and you're, like, spreading music, inspiring people to start playing music yep. or to, you know, like, if you give them a pedal, try new ideas yep. or give them a sound that they normally wouldn't play with. And I don't know. I think it's just a cool way to give back that's really more that's so literally than exactly how i feel
1: yeah i just love doing it i just like going on the lives it's fun like <laughs> people get crazy in those lives
2: yeah it's fun that's i think it's funny that like literally every time you give one away people like hit you up and they're like you're not like scamming me or anything oh. are you like this is real right like you're just giving me a guitar well
1: that, that's because about like five months in people started ripping my videos off of tiktok and then sending people fake messages saying that they had won. And oh, so geez. many people got insane. scammed. And I was like, dude, why? Why? Like, you can't do a nice thing without people ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but that that's that's awesome that, like, you're, like you said, you're, you're giving people this opportunity to either, you know, get a new guitar or inspire them to start playing music or, or doing anything like that. But you're also not giving them like just a shitty like off yeah. the, the wall <laughs> guitar like even you know, something yeah. like you
2: would play
1: yourself yeah exactly yeah. You know? so it's, it's cool i mean dude cool. literally on every single song we have harley benton's on every single song every single yeah. song that i record when i'm gone from tony's house i use either the te62 the the red one that i love mm-hmm. like i love that guitar it, and it was 150 bucks off of harley benton or I use the uh, the baritone now. I'm, like, obsessed with this baritone I just got from them. It sounds so good.
2: I mean, he got me a a, a bass. Oh, yeah. Just, like, as a thank you for recording the record. Yeah, and we use it on every single song. <laughs> it's I, amazing. I, yeah, I use that more uh, above my American Fender jazz bass. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Dude, hell oh, yeah.
2: It's just a different sound. You got, like, your active pickups in that one. Too. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, I don't know. It's legit. So it's, like, more rock.
4: Yeah, more rock is being, definitely... Like,
2: yeah more modern sound like the fender's still cool for other stuff but yeah Harley I, I, I like, Benton but... for all the rock stuff
4: yeah.
0: yeah uh no yeah that's that's awesome uh that you're doing that hopefully you know you you get a how many submissions have you gotten for this this last one because I, I mean on this the one that you're doing right now you're not giving away just one you're giving away two Ooh,
1: to baby. two different people you know it dude um, because like man it, it's yeah. just uh, it's just like easy marketing and literally to give away two guitars is going to cost me after shipping what 300 and 350 bucks maybe
4: like
1: (laughs) like Tony said the marketing budget for the album that like we got given so we went to a bunch of PR people to see how much they would cost the average PR person was trying to charge us $2,000 a month and I was like whoa I was like are you kidding me right now I was like that's not gonna happen and then we had PR people literally asking for six grand for a two month pr run and i was like dude i can't pay you six grand for that like that's way too much money yeah
4: like
0: i've worked with a a couple pr people you know them reaching out to me for for stuff and i just like i get it i get it it helps like they're, they're they are doing something to try and get that band's name out but i also hope that like they're not just like crazy overcharging because it's not that hard in a band's position to just send out an email to, to publications as well and do most of that stuff um, like obviously there's the whole big discussion whether you know you need a manager or not like there's some things that they're there that can really help with there's some things that you as a band could also be working on yourself yep. uh, and I feel like PR person is one of those things where it's it's on that borderline um,
1: agreed yeah totally agreed it just wasn't worth our time so this was better for like a major major
2: budget oh yeah if, if it's
1: a budget but our budget is literally
2: like whatever's in our pocket yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
0: um before we start to transition because usually i had enough these episodes with you know some fun stories from you guys time music obviously you guys have been doing music for quite a while so i'm sure there's some some fun stuff obviously. oh yeah um but with Mollify, is there anything that I missed that you want the people to know about between, you know, the record, Full ball Meltdown in general, the two of you um, that we haven't hit? Can you think of anything?
1: I mean, not really. I, I, I can't mean... either. Literally just please listen to Mollify. I promise it doesn't suck.
2: Yeah. If, <laughs> you, if you have any, like, questions or, like, you're curious or just want to, like, Hit us up, we're hating or whatever. They're free
1: all the time to do that
2: kind of stuff. We'll kick it. My DMs are always open. Like, if if there's something like on the record, like production wise, that you want to know about, like, I don't gatekeep anything. So, like, hit me up if you're like, hey, how did you get this sound? Or what did you use for this? Like, I'll. I'm a freaking nerd with this stuff. So like, I'll gladly (laughs) speak out with people.
1: Oh, it's so funny. He actually has been teaching me for like a year and a half now how to use Pro Tools. (laughs) And and it's so funny because, man, I am so technology challenged. And like, I will call him and be like, bro, I can't figure out how to like unfreeze this track or like freeze this track. And he'll literally be like, all right, dude, there's a thing called Google. (laughs)
4: <laughs>
2: no, 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 no 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 i tell you no, be out because no. google's got so much i know it's does. It. like it's easier to just call me text me or it something is. so no in all reality I what i do
1: is i facetime him i turn it around to the computer and he's like all right you're gonna press these buttons <laughs> and he like walks me through everything oh bro it, it is a harsh reality to be old <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotta memorize stuff
2: exactly yeah. i get that.
0: <laughs> dude I, I i completely feel that because like i've never i never played music or anything so i didn't understand you know any recording software and then i was like i'm gonna start doing a podcast and i was like fuck i gotta learn how to like use this stuff yeah so, dude. You know, started figuring that out and then i was like oh i'm not gonna do video because video is just a whole other thing i'm that's i'm not it's not in my wheelhouse i'm not gonna deal with it and then i hit a moment where i was like fuck i need to start doing video to stay relevant Yep. So then I started doing video, and I still also keep it super basic DIY. Like I just use fucking iMovie for all my shit. Uh, yeah. Basically, that's all you need. I keep dude. it simple. Yeah,
2: that's all I you mean, need. Yeah, all you need to do is cut things up. You, know? exactly. <laughs> you could probably do it on like your phone. That's yeah. that's a thumb something that we're a big proponent of. Like use what you got because heck, yes, the technology there to make Man. whatever you do sound good
1: exactly i mean you would not believe how cheap we get away with recording stuff like it is wild
0: yeah it's cool uh well like like you kind of said everyone go listen to mollify um i'm sure by the time this episode comes out it's going to be at like almost a million streams by then uh if not it should be pretty close uh with with everyone listening <laughs> um you know hopefully it ends up in a lot of, uh, end of year lists, I, like, I'm starting to think about the list that I want to put together. And it's just so daunting. I mean, like, there's, there was so much shit released this year. That's, that's so good. It's so hard to think about what will be in it. I've
1: been having the same exact problem, like everything. So I'm, I'm doing a top 10 end of year DIY list. And you would not believe how hard it is to be like, cut this one out when i know i love it so much it's killing me
0: yeah yeah it's gonna it's gonna be brutal but it'll be exciting to see everyone's list um i got a couple ideas as to how i am going to put mine together but we'll see what actually comes 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 out of that but uh now we're gonna kind of transition like i kind of mentioned to the later half of this episode which is always my favorite part of the episode and the reason that this podcast even this podcast even exists um, because me and my friends were tired of listening to the same stories from our own times on tour, considering we were in the van with each other, so it's kind of hard to listen to that every single time. But, so this will be kind of talk about some fun stories from your time of music, whether it shows, tours, time recording, um, obviously there was a music video that happened. Uh, uh, as I normally say, they can be anything horrendous to tremendous or any adjective in between.
1: I love this part so much because, man, I got yeah. so much. Dude.
2: Will, Will's the one who likes telling dude, stories. Dude, I love telling <laughs> stories, bro. I'm so bad at telling stories. Dude, okay,
1: so my favorite you want to hear something hilarious? Tony and I have not been on an interview together since 2012. And the last person to interview us together, oh no, was <laughs> Brian Stars. If you remember him, oh
0: my god! So, so podcast. straight up, <laughs> straight up before, I've, I don't think I've ever said it this It was in Nebraska. Uh, so
2: full circle, it was, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, That's I'm, I'm right it, bro. Right yeah. Uh, when me and what would have been my like co-host partner were starting this podcast, we one thing that really drove us to do it was brian stars be mainly really? because uh well mainly because we were like this inter, like if he can do it anybody uh, and can ask these, and ask these bullshit questions anybody can yep um and, and you know we always thought of i'm blanking on the band name but we always thought about that iconic uh music video no the icon the iconic interview that he did with uh never that. yeah oh, that one uh which is ingrained yep. in my mind and in, in forever um and it's it sparked a lot of shit that we just like we're gonna do for the podcast and then more because it was more just as a joke uh but i love that that was i'm following up brian star well there's both there's yeah i'm following you are indeed brian
1: following brian stars
0: i mean well
1: Tony and I have done a million <laughs> interviews. We've done a million, but together we have not done one since that day. And it is so funny because we were like one of the end of Brian Starr's interviews. Like
2: that was like, as he yeah, was closing he was going out. From yeah.
1: There. That was when he was becoming a scene kid singer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I remember man. he like, I don't know. We met at like a park. It was like a basketball court. Oh, the he, Mustang. He, he rolled up in his Mustang. I think it was silver.
3: <laughs> yeah. Was, like, this
2: is YouTube money. Rockstar. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, he he big timed us so bad.
2: It was so funny. Whatever. Exactly. I'm not really too upset. Oh, um, I'm not either. I'm I just I think it channel. is the funniest
1: story of all time that we got to do that. I loved it. And literally <laughs> the whole interview got ruined because our bassist at the time wouldn't stop screaming "Milk me, daddy." in the background <laughs> remember that
2: that's that's bandmates bro <laughs> I, oh i'd say that's pretty mild <laughs> I know, <laughs> to some for tour. <laughs> that, that that
1: was a good one and, and then we have man tony and i went on the wildest tour of my entire life in 2011 do you remember that or, or part exactly so <laughs> Yeah, there's oh, okay. this is the I'm, I'm thinking I'm oh, dude, dude, this is the wildest tour I've ever been on. I like we both on a tour,
2: uh, Denton, Texas. Yes,
1: <laughs> but everything that happened at Denton till the end of the tour. Yeah, so we show up at this place. It's supposed to be a house show. It's in Denton. Nobody's there except for the three people that are in the house: the guy yeah. and the two girls, and they are methed out. Methed out. There, I, I mean. Chickens from the front yard. Yes. Like, running around. Th- this is legitimately a mess. middle of nowhere. Yes. So they keep saying, people are going to come. People are going to come. Tony and I are just like, okay, well, we'll wait around we guess and like, like we'll, we'll just chill. We're not going to
2: unload until yeah. people start showing yes. up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So w- Tony and I are like, okay, well, what are we going to do? So they're like, we got an Xbox. So Tony and I are like, okay, so we're playing this Xbox and the girl is co- playing she comes Call in. of Duty. Yeah, and, and, and the girl comes in and she's like this is not a joke she's taking her legs oh well she's taking her legs i can't hold my legs behind my head and she's rolling back and forth on the floor with her legs behind her head and what was she saying
2: i don't know she was just like dude 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 oh, like that's
1: what she was saying she was saying spank me spank me and <laughs> tony, tony literally we're playing the game and me and tony are like
0: bro the <laughs> what
1: is
3: happening in the yeah. call of duty lobby yeah. <laughs>
1: so so legitimately we leave we like we look at matt and we're like yo we got to get out of here so we all hop in a van, like, in the van, and Josh is like, I don't want to leave, I don't want to leave. Remember, he was really drunk. and Oh, yeah. The Milk Me Daddy guy. So, so we hop in the van, and we're, like, rolling out, and somehow this girl had gotten Josh's number, and she's calling him, and she's going, come back, baby, you forgot your wallet. And Josh is like, I don't even care if I forgot my wallet. I would rather leave it there than go back. And I was like, exactly. Yeah, we at gas station. And that was the start, like, of everything that got wild. Then do you remember the haunted house? Mm-hmm. so two nights later I remember we're staying at this house and well, okay, we played a show we played a show and we were like does anybody got any place for us to stay and these <laughs> kids are like yeah we do we have an extra house that like nobody's, that like, nobody's in." <laughs> yeah exactly so we get there and we're like yo this place is like falling apart there's cobwebs everywhere and we're like is there even running water and the guy's like my grandma died last year but we just keep this place and we were like okay so we go in and there's these paintings on the wall and these pictures. And this girl that lived there was painting like straight up demon shit. We were like, what is all around us?
2: It it was like, you know, when little kids make like really creepy drawings nice and horror movies. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: literally what it looked like.
2: All over <sighs> the place.
1: So we're like, okay, like this is really strange. So all of us, but we, fo- we go down in the basement. There was the dead cat down in the basement and like decomposing or whatever and we're like okay this is really weird so we're and and by the way the kid let us into the house and then goes i'm leaving by the way y'all can just lock up in the morning (laughs) so we're there alone so we're like okay so then we are all like we're kind of scared we're gonna all sleep in the same room with each other (laughs) yeah so we're all sleeping in the same room with each other and i will never forget was it alan or matt that said hey can you turn off the fan do you remember that i don't remember
2: who it was but yeah so so fan.
1: literally tony reaches up and turns off the fan and we're all laying there for like five to ten more minutes and all of a sudden the freaking fan comes back on out of nowhere i mean literally
2: just back. setting
1: yes the high setting <laughs> and we all are like we're done <laughs> we're so done dude that was weird that was the weirdest <laughs> place we have ever stayed in our entire lives and do you remember like there were like the wedding dresses and stuff in the closets and kevin our merch guy is literally like running through the hallways like with these wedding dresses and shit and oh gosh it was a wild night um so then we this is where it gets really bad kevin steals one of the paintings do you one remember the drawings or whatever yes.
2: yeah yeah and
1: puts it, it in the front us. in the in front, front of, of the van. van what do you think happens the next day our van blows up do you remember that our van <laughs> blows up dude so we're like oh, what just happened so <laughs> We're cursed. <laughs> yeah, we kept yeah, we were cursed, and then the band blows up when we get to California. So we are in California playing a show for Fearless Records. Who else was there? Was Sumerian there too? It was like yeah, a couple record su- labels su- that, like, we went out and we were playing for in our old band. And um, and then literally, it was after we played that the band completely blew up. So we're like, cool. We're stuck out in the middle of California right now, like completely stuck. And we called our management team at the time. And they were like, "Well, get to a hotel, like you know, like we'll try to get things figured out." So we're in this hotel. What six days? It was something stupid. Oh, like that, it yeah. was ridiculous, man. And we're literally going to um car dealerships. And we're like bargaining for vans and stuff. And we're like, "This is, dude, this is the craziest part of this entire story." I'm just warning I, you. So, dude, you I forgot about that. I know, dude. We we get this girl who really likes us, like saleswoman. Yes. And she's just like, she's just like, okay, I can definitely get you This is like the fourth day we're bargaining, right? So she finally gets everything set up. We drive this van all the way from California, the rest of tour, all the way back to Ohio. And we get a call <laughs> from the dealership that that girl never got approval to give us that van.
2: Yeah, the paperwork actually like didn't go through. And she just gave us that van, dude. <laughs> Yeah. She gave us the they Ooh. sent out a tow truck to like ship the van back to the dealership from Ohio. Yep. All the way back to California. Yep. But we kinda like dodged a bullet because like did. we didn't really want a, van, a payment. van. Yeah, dude. So like we got the van, drove it back and like we were scot free, you know, we didn't have to like go into Den. It was <laughs> so we're like, good. we made it home, back to square one. <laughs> even now happy so happy
1: easily the craziest tour i've ever been that, that was easily cool. man we were so broke i mean we were broke like by the end of that i think we maybe got home with all of us having 37 cents total between the <laughs> six. The touring of the costs time. a lot of it is
2: expensive
1: <sighs> And especially because we kept staying in that hotel. We were staying in a hotel directly next to Disneyland. And
2: we're literally... No, has an
1: yeah, and we're literally all swimming in, like, the Olympic pool and, like, hanging out in the jacuzzi every single night. And that's, like, all we did when we weren't at the dealership. I'm like, God, I'm
2: wasting so much money on this jacuzzi! <laughs>
1: oh, but dude, what a good time. What a good time. Yeah.
0: Hey, how is that? So, it's pretty good. Uh, This is, for everyone still paying attention, this is the uh, maple root beer. It's, I mean, it, t- it tastes like a little thicker, but not like oh, little, not that different. A little bit thicker than a, yeah, a little sweeter too.
1: The IBC. We're on the regular good old IBC.
2: Nice IBC, good. Yeah, IBC is great. I love um, this. Boylan bad. <laughs> Jones. <laughs> if you got other options, yeah, exactly. I like Jones. I, love Jones. I thought the Jones was great. I, yeah. I think yeah. the IBC is great, but that Boylan. Was not it little little medicinal? Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> little, not it. little cough syrup flavor in there,
1: <laughs> dude. Do you have any other crazy tour stories or anything? Oh,
4: yo,
2: Are See, so, so much memory. bro.
1: Yeah, my my amazing. memory, so my memory is like a goldfish. Like it's like <laughs> it, it's legitimately like if it's something I want to remember, I will remember it forever If it's something that's not that important, tomorrow I will forget. But we were recording in Ohio at this place called Studio A. You remember that? In Cleveland. Yes. And in we're
2: Studio
1: D. Studio D, that's what it was. And we're recording with Landon Tours. We weren't big enough for the A. Yeah, we... that's what it was, dude. <laughs> oh I got to play in the A, remember? I got to yeah, play. Yeah. And and um, but it was the wildest thing ever because they put us up in this room that literally was like a my a mini movie theater. And I have never seen, like, a studio have, like, a mini movie theater in it with bunk beds and everything.
2: Yeah, it was, like, a projector screen and, like...
1: Yeah, man. And, and literally, that's cool. our bassist at the time, his name was Trevor. Great dude. Awesome dude. Um, But when we were in the studio, I'll never forget this, because he literally wouldn't stop. He wouldn't shut up about it when we got done. He's playing Call of Duty every single day. And we would wake up, and we'd look out and be like, what are you doing, Trevor? Playing Call of Duty. We would go to bed at night, and we'd be like, what are you doing, Trevor? Playing Call of Duty. And he did not move, dude. Like, would not move, besides getting food. And he had so much junk food. That couch was nothing but junk food. Like, everywhere, dude. So, we got to the studio, and Trevor's like this little tiny guy. Dude, we're leaving, and he's just like, and we were only there, what? Like, like two, two and weeks. a half, two and a half yeah. weeks, maybe? Dude, he gained 36 pounds. <laughs> I was like, how the hell did you gain that much weight? And he was just like... I don't know, dude.
4: Call of Duty.
1: He kept oh, <laughs> grabbing his belly and shaking it all the time. Do you remember that? I was like, Trevor, you are wild, bro. I did not know the human body could gain that much weight that fast. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But that that was a good that was a good studio time too. We had a really just a fun time there. Yeah, like was fun. it was. It was very fun the record ended up sucking because the mix (laughs) was terrible but the actual recording was fun man it was so fun
2: i mean honestly that's why i started producing myself because i was like i'm sick of how other people produce me that was that was (laughs) i'm like i'm I'm, I'm gonna start recording myself
1: and it was so funny dude because we put so much money into that record like our our label at the time literally dropped so much money on that record and we got like we just did not love the the product that we got in the end and we were just so disappointed and it was the type of thing where Tony was just like I can do better and the next thing i know he starts recording bands in ohio yeah and you know at first his recordings are very like basic and everything but they Traff. still sounded yeah but they still sounded like a lot better than a lot of new people and then the next <laughs> thing i know I'm hearing Tony do these songs like, dude, you know who he just recorded a song for? He just recorded the Monster Jam theme song. (laughs) And literally, bro, I kid you not. If you go online right now and type in Monster Jam theme song, Monster Jam, the official Monster Jam theme song, it is him. It is the craziest thing ever. And I have never heard anything and been like, can't believe you did that. But like, it, it's so ridiculous. Like, it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, and, and it, it the fact that it comes out of him makes no sense whatsoever. He can like take songs that anybody else would be like, that's a horrible song and make them good. I don't understand it.
4: <laughs> eh. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> it's true
1: though, bro. Mm.
2: I'm just like, oh, I think this part, this thing will sound good. Exactly. Right, let's, let's try it. Exactly. I'm like, oh yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> Right. I hope, hope it sounds good to other people. Did you
1: guys get little messages in your Joan Soda? Uh,
0: I, I did. I did too. Uh, mine says Friday is the day to make your move.
2: Oh, bro, uh, missed it. It might today, dog. It might. Oh yeah, you popped your top. What'd you get? Uh, Think a former teacher.
1: <laughs> I got give yourself a hug. So does it like? Uh, I know, dude.
2: I was like, nice that's cool. My teacher's YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> appreciate you. You
0: know, as, as we start to kind of wind down here, um, I always like to leave off these episodes on a, on a high note, especially, you know, where this episode's out around the holidays, gotta, gotta make sure you're in the, the right joyful mentality. Um, so my last question for the two of you is, since Basically, since you both have been in it, since the birth of uh, Full Blown Meltdown, what's been your favorite moment uh, on this journey so far?
1: Man, that's difficult. That's really difficult, because I've had so many. I'm pro- I I think I know mine. All right, you go first. I'm going to let you think. Because I was. I need to think. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So probably my favorite thing ever, and it's captured on film or uh, on like you know there's pictures of it is this is when I realized that Tony was like 100% in this with me like he wasn't going anywhere so we were recording a music video when we first started doing this stuff together and there's a scene where I have to keep on spitting blood everywhere right and I mean I am just covered (laughs) and tony's coming up to me and tony's literally like like holding my face and wiping my lips off and everything for me and, and i will never forget looking at that picture after it got taken and thinking that's a best friend that's a best friend right there like looking <laughs> my thumb like literally dude, dude it was <laughs> the funniest thing i've ever seen in my entire life when i look back at pictures i was like i knew we looked ridiculous but i didn't know how funny it looked like, it looks like we're having a wedding together.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's got, like, flowers and everything yeah, they're around. They're literally yeah. flowers all around. It was the perfect picture. That's funny. Um, okay, well, my favorite moment is just the fact that I have a recording that I did the full. I yes. love that uh, is being pressed to vinyl. Yes. It's always been, like, a goal of mine is just, like, have my work on vinyl. And
1: and this was his first ever project that he took the full LP by mm-hmm. himself, did the drums, the guitars, the vocals, the bass. Every single thing, mixed, mastered, produced, like, everything by himself. Yeah. This is his first ever thing. So, it'll dude, be... Yeah.
2: It'll be my, my favorite thing in my collection. Yeah, exactly, so. dude. It's yeah. crazy. Very proud of uh, us. Yeah, me too, dude. Yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that's that's amazing. Those are amazing moments. Um Like props to the both of you for putting this this record together it's it's so good everyone should be listening to mollify if they haven't already um i know i think there's kind of talks or at least i've seen you kind of play around with the idea that maybe you'll do some shows uh in 2024 uh Um, so hopefully we can see that
1: yeah it's if we're going to do it it will be in the fall and if we're going to do it it's going to take the right offer but we um we definitely think that we're going to get an offer that we think is going to take us on the road for at least a couple days. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, well, uh, you know, I'll be stoked to see y'all on the road. Hopefully, you know, you've, you've amassed such a, uh, a good, I don't want to say following, but friends from this DIY community that I know a bunch of them will be at those shows. Um, if anyone is looking for merch, music, or full-blown meltdown in general where can they find it
1: full-blown meltdown slash my shopify baby (laughs) Uh, it's also on my like spotify and stuff too it's on my spotify my instagram my twitter all that stuff and the handle's all
0: full-blown meltdown uh everyone will get a copy of of the record i know um i think from looking at it today I, i have it up here somewhere uh it's not my, my computer's being weird. But uh, when I checked it today, I know obviously there's still copies of the record that people can get. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, the bundle people can get with the the more varsity style uh, yep. crew neck. Um, so, ba- so I think it, I also saw only 36 of those were made. So everyone, you know, yeah. uh, make sure you get your hands on some of those. Um, but depending on where you found this episode, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or I guess X, uh, threads, YouTube, uh, check <laughs> yeah uh, check the hyperlink down below make sure you follow Full Will meltdown and will on all the platforms stay up to date for anything coming new you know that split that's gonna be coming out uh here pretty soon depending on when this episode comes out um and you know be ready for possible shows next year and everything else coming on uh tony if anyone's looking for you or anything else that you're you're working on where can they find that
2: uh just my socials it's at ergo the ego on everything uh e-r-g-o the ego so
4: yeah come <laughs> say hi. <laughs> come everyone record with follow, him too
0: yeah everyone go follow tony get those recordings in also pressure him to release his recordings uh yeah yeah, yeah we want to see that as teams. well i
2: mean so much easier when like like someone else is like like counting on you to put their stuff out but it's like me being my own boss for my own project i'm like
0: ah you can do it tomorrow man it's fine (laughs) i feel that i i've so for i haven't i haven't actually announced any of this yet but me telling it now i have to do it uh for the very last episode of the year which comes out next week uh i'm gonna do it's gonna be a solo episode with just me and i'm doing a clip show uh i love that Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look back on on uh, the year of 2023 and just do some fun snips from uh different episodes that that I've uh, done and favorite moments and all that fun stuff. Uh, Dude, I now just that it's I out just, there.
1: I just watched your last one with uh teenage Halloween, oh. and um, it's so funny because I just became friends with them this week. Oh no, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, like they're awesome. That they, they, it was so funny because they posted on like their Instagram and everything, and we're like, check out this album by Full Blow Meltdown, and I was like. Who is this band? And then I looked at them, and I I started listening to them, and I was like, "Yo, damn, this band kind of rules." And then the next thing I know, we just like added each other on everything. And dude, your show was kind of what introduced me to them.
0: I'd love to hear it. Uh, you know, it's if I don't know, I I take compliments weird, so I'd love that uh, you that you made a connection. Man. I know. <laughs> uh, well, like I I've, I had someone on, and they're like, you know, like I listened to your podcast and like i don't want to like hype it up too much or before we got into it and i was like i don't know at all like what to say say. right before we started uh so but i appreciate it i appreciate you checking it out and uh, i appreciate the both of you for taking the time out of your saturday to sit down with me and you know have a few root beers and just have a good old chat
2: it was fun man honors all are yeah Yeah, for real thanks for having us i appreciate you and wanting to talk about what we made so yeah me too dude.
0: Well, uh. Like I said, uh, uh, one final time, everyone go listen to Mollify, and uh, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. Woo, see ya. Later.